In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, one God. Christ is in our midst. He was, and is, and ever shall be. In this morning's parable that Jesus gives to his disciples, he is actually answering a question. And he is answering a question that he himself has given. And the question is, when the Son of Man comes upon the earth, what kind of faith will he see? And this particular parable is very interesting because while it's said to a group of people, it is actually said to the individuals. And so we can say that this parable is said to us individually, but also as a community, but especially to us individually. When the Son of Man comes upon the earth, what kind of faith will he find in us? And he gives us a hint by giving us this parable of what kind of faith is the good faith, the kind of faith that warms God's heart and draws us closer to heart, to his heart, and gives us standing credibility that is the ability to stand in front of God in the kingdom of heaven before his throne. One of these faiths in this parable does not accomplish that standing, and one of them does. Now Jesus gives the example, this parable of a Pharisee and a tax collector standing in the temple. Now to the ears of those living in the first century, hearing Jesus give this example, they would think, aha, the the person that's going to be the good guy The one that's going to win in this parable is going to be the Pharisee. And the one who's the bad guy and who's going to lose in this parable is the tax collector. But there's a twist, of course, so we know this. Because Jesus presents the Pharisee. Now the Pharisees were the ones that aimed to do everything right, that aimed to be experts of the law so they can know what to do when it comes to doing everything right. And these are the ones that set their life to fulfill the law so that they can be pure and have standing before God. And so the people would say, this Pharisee, he is the righteous one. He is going to be the one that has standing. He is the one who's seeking and has sought for a long time in his life to be pleasing to God. But there was a flaw in his way of praying. Because it says even in this parable that that he was preaching, he was praying to himself. He wasn't actually talking to God. He was not actually repenting before God. He was not actually offering a sacrifice before God without stain. Because St. Cyril of Alexandria, one, one father says, that even if we offer the best sacrifice, that if it, has, it comes with pride, and it comes with arrogance, and it comes with putting down and looking down upon our brother, that, that sacrifice has a blemish. 
and is not worthy of being brought to God. In fact, it actually displeases and angers God. St. Cyril gives a very, very picturesque analogy of what this means, another analogy. He says, when we go to pray before God and we offer our prayers, it's like this sweet bottle of perfume. And we open it up and it smells great. But then if we show our pride and our arrogance, especially, and this seems to be this Pharisee's biggest sin in this parable, that he judged and condemned another person, even the the tax collector, the one that the society looks down on and despises. St. Cyril said it's like getting this perfume, this bottle of perfume, and pouring cow dung inside of it. It ruins everything. It makes our worship useless and, in fact, harmful to our own souls and to the souls around us. Now, Jesus presents the tax collector, who is the thief, the, the one who shakes down his people, who blackmails them and takes their money more than they should more than the taxes that he should be collecting and looked down upon. This person merely came into the temple and he could not even come to the front of the temple. He had to stay in the back. He, had, he could not even look up to heaven. Sometimes when we are in front of a judge and we know we're guilty, the best thing to do is not make eye contact with that judge to not show any kind of, I deserve to be here at all, and I deserve to get what I want, and I have, this this tax collector was not like that at all. He knew in his heart that he was completely guilty and full of sin before God. And he was humble. It says he beat on his breast the most intense sign that someone is truly mourning inside of their souls and their minds. This is what this tax collector was doing. And this, Jesus says, is the faith that he hopes to see when he returns upon the earth. Jesus answers this question, when the Son of Man comes upon the earth, what kind of face will he hope to see? And it will be this kind of faith. Yes, he'd love to see us do the works of the Pharisee and strive like the Pharisee and try to be pure like the Pharisee and try and be perfect and and trying to be perfect like the Pharisee. And we should do that. But we should do that because we come before God and we are grateful for everything he does for us. We are grateful for him rescuing us from the bondage of sin and the bondage of death. And we are grateful to him that he has given us the chance of new life to be with him. All these things that we have around our church are beautiful things. And lo and behold, in a few days, actually tomorrow, our new Iconostasis is going to arrive tomorrow from Greece after many months. And our new altar table is going to arrive tomorrow from Greece after many months. And it's going to be beautiful and wondrous, a great thing for our community. And we give thanks for that. And I'm looking forward to it. 
But that, these, this iconostasis in this altar table is an expression, it must be an expression of our gratitude to God because He has forgiven us of our sins, our fear of God because we still have sins and we want to please God and to, that He will always want to be with us and we will always want to be with Him and we want to please Him because we love Him and he, we know that He loves us and also, when we make our offering upon the altar, which is actually Jesus giving himself to us, we respond with repentance, with humility, with no, being pierced in our hearts because we are not there yet. We still have to repent of our sins. Then all these beautiful things will be so good, extra good, perfect, perfect, and the means, a tool for our salvation. So let us give thanks to our good and glorious and man-befriending God, our philanthropic God, for all that he has done for us. Let us never, ever, ever judge another person, but always point the finger of self-condemnation of to ourselves, like the tax collector, like the one who beat his breasts and said, Lord, have mercy on me, a sinner.